Welcome to Neighbor of Spotlight. I'm Carol Malone, your host. Thank you for joining us today. Neighbor of Spotlight is sponsored by Neighborhood Connections and the City of Cleveland Cable Television Minority Arts and Education Fund. Neighbor of Spotlight showcases citizens making positive contributions to their neighborhoods in our city. My guest today is Ms. Britt Fox, founder and owner of Britt Fox Recording Studios. Hailing from Chicago, the Windy City, Ms. Fox studied guitar and songwriting at the Cleveland Institute of Music and Journalism, Mass Communication, Broadcast, and Business at Kent State University. Music producer, songwriter, audio engineer, vocalist, arranger, music publisher, and entrepreneur. Her music can be heard on The CW, Fox, MTV, VH1, and with music placement in films and television. Most recently, mega TV hits, Claws and Empire, and the biggest organizations in the business. Disney, Def Jam, Sony, Universal, Netflix, and HBO. An award-winning producer, she was recognized in 2019 as the top 10 songwriter by Taxi A&R and Most Creative by LA's A&R Music Supervisors. Ms. Fox believes in listening to the unique vision of her artists and creating the right energy that is crucial for an outstanding recording project. Currently, Ms. Fox is involved with multiple projects. She resides in the historic village of Chagrin Falls, Ohio, with her husband and children, and she is a member of the Neighbor Up Network. Welcome to Neighbor Up Spotlight. It's so nice to have you with us today. Hey, thank you so much for that lovely introduction. I loved it. I was like, whoa, no wonder I've been so tired. (laughs) You're like, man, I do a whole lot. (laughs) So listen, I have to personally say I've been an after SAG commercial talent for 41 years. And you are the first African-American and woman audio engineer recording producer I've ever seen or worked with in Cleveland. Yeah, that's the truth. And I'm excited about our conversation. So let's get started. Love it. Okay, so who or what influenced your interest in music? My family. You, you know, I feel like the the blood ran through <laughs> from okay. everywhere. Uh, yeah, my uncle, he actually used to run his own, you know, home studio. Okay. But back home, so... I was always unwelcomely in people's songwriting sessions. <laughs> Get the little girl out of here. Um, but I was definitely there. And, you know, when they would wrap up, I would be all, you know, just all in it, just annoying and uh, telling my cousins that we're working on a song tonight and, you know, just that person. So definitely got right. influenced by my family. My brother, he was a DJ. Uh, he teaches political science now. He just wrote wow. a, a great um, book about rap and politics. Where does he teach at? Uh, he teaches in Chicago. I'll give you, yeah, I'm okay. going to get the actual link for you guys. Okay. Yeah. We love that. Of and course. the name of his book. Yes. Yeah, and then my mom, too. Uh, she would just be playing music, going to and from errands, work, picking us up. If we were cleaning the house, you know, music playing. Oh, yeah. Um, just a part of the environment as a whole. Yeah. it was. It, well, it's in your DNA. Definitely. It's in your DNA. How long have you played guitar and do you play other instruments? Uh, I really just try to play or learn or obsess over whatever the <laughs> song needs in the moment. And yeah. then as soon as I'm done with it, I'm kind of like out of sight, out of mind. Yeah. Um, so I try not to like 
get too heavy on any one particular thing because mm-hmm. I feel like my maybe my ego will take over and be like, no, we're having this guitar solo, whether, <laughs> whether it fits in or not. I just I try to be very open minded just yeah. to have everybody um, have a say because there's things I would have never thought of um, if I just didn't listen to somebody else in the room. And I really think that's what makes music. It's um, inspirational off of each other. Yes. And hopefully it inspires other people to even create more like that. That's the the ultimate goal to feel something. Well, how long have you been writing songs? And I didn't have this question, but how long have you been writing songs? And do you remember the first song you ever wrote? Luckily, I had the opportunity to talk to my mom about this recently. And she said she thinks the first full song that I wrote Mm -hmm. was when I was eight. Oh, (laughs) <laughs> and she says, I was piecemealing before that, like writing verses, writing mm. hooks, um, mm. probably just being loud <laughs> and leaving pieces of paper around the house. <laughs> um, but, you know, just for a long time. I oh, I, I wish I knew the. I wish I could uh, pinpoint the first the very first song that I wrote. Um, honestly, now it feels just so vague. I, I know. It was probably really bad, <laughs> and I thought it was probably the best thing ever, but um, yeah, just a bad nine-year-old rap. Just imagine that. That's probably what that sounded like. <laughs> well, listen, in 2014, you founded Brit Fox Recording Studios. What inspired you to establish your own recording studio, and why? Yeah, well, uh, I started uh, going to... Uh, other home studios, you know, during school, just as an outlet for me, Mm -hmm. Um, an outlet in a different, in multiple ways, in a creative outlet, um, a mental health outlet, um, just to, to do that. And I mean, honestly, you know, just being like a, a woman, I hate to bring this up, but sometimes you might go to a recording session and it may not feel as um, comfortable as you'd like. Yes. So just going there like by yourself, I was like, man, I would love to just learn how to do this on my own so I could have the freedom that whenever I wanted to create something, I would be able to pull it up and do it. No problem. Right. right. Um, and, you know, over the course of time, I adapted the idea too that it's more a collaborative thing of course but that was the original uh influence behind Brit Fox Studios is just to learn how to do audio engineering myself like I just wanted to teach myself everything about it and work with other local artists too so if we were inspired to do something we wouldn't have any barriers any boundaries any hesitations we could just literally go up get it done and do it go take care of business yeah take care of business and just Mm. like create art yes and then take the power back too. you know learn more about how you can make a living uh off of your music how you can monetize it is that something that interests you um but just to learn more about the language of the business too um Sometimes it gets uh, glamorized a little bit too, but I think it's good to have your head on your shoulders. So if you just want to be a provider, be in a different role in your life, you can use this and just create even more abundance from it. Absolutely. Now, what music styles do you specialize in? Um, Everything. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Actually, I knew that answer when, when I asked it. So I'm going to jump right to the I'll next do anything, question. I'll do anything once. <laughs> right. Well, and, you know, and, and as it says, you know, in everything that I read about you, you know, you are, you're, you're, you're willing to make the music as long as it sounds good. I do remember yeah. that you said as long as it sounds good. It's really easy for you to get boxed in. And I think mm. that's a, that's the counter that I always try to break. Like even um, learning how to audio engineer your own music or, you know, just being in control of the art that you're creating and the message and the, um, the energy and the motion. I think that breaks boundaries. I think that breaks genre barriers. And I think it also breaks stereotypes thinking, okay, well, they're this type of person, so they should make that type of music. But at the end of the day, music is a language in itself and it embraces everybody from everywhere. So I think that's a good thing um, recording artists can embrace too, that you don't have to just make a certain type if you don't want to. You can do whatever you want, you know? Which goes to actually my next question, which is why you describe yourself as a genre bender. That you're not stuck on any one genre. Yeah, I, I try to. I try to not. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't like being boxed in. Like yeah. if somebody tells me I can't do something, yeah. that almost makes me say, "Okay, oh. guess how I'm about to deliver." <laughs> you know? Right. Nah. Yeah. <laughs> Now, as an African-American woman, founder, and owner of a recording studio, do you see yourself as a role model for women, and specifically black women and other women of color in the music industry, and young girls who are interested in getting into the industry? Um, yeah, I, I definitely uh, understand that I am in a position of that role. Um, it's something that I don't feel so comfortable in all the time, just because I think it's something that takes me out of my own box mm-hmm. um but i i would like to be known more for just being great at what i do no matter my color of my skin or you know my gender um what type of body parts i have you know right. like i'd love to just be known for being like a great producer um a great person a great songwriter if something that I did resonates or inspires like one other person that's I would rather be known for that than you know yeah she she's also a girl <laughs> you know what I mean I yeah, feel like people yeah. see me um and then you know hopefully they get to know me better through the music I can I understand how you feel but definitely young I was happy to see you as a sister I'm gonna tell you right now <laughs> I'm not gonna lie I'm gonna keep it real I was it's so thrilled to see you I'm thrilled to see you, too. I love it. I love it. And I love that we're, like, moving towards a a new variation of that, too, where it doesn't have to matter that much because it shouldn't have mattered in the first place. Yeah, true. Absolutely. It really shouldn't have. Yeah. It really should not have mattered. So now you've been compared to Rick Rubin. I had to work, look up who Rick Rubin was, cause I but I know who Quincy Jones is. Yeah. Right? So you've been compared to oh, Rick Rubin. Oh, you knew Rick Rubin. You just probably didn't know the... You know, the face to the song. But probably. Sure, yeah. You're right. Probably. And uh, you've been compared to Rick Rubin and Quincy Jones by a member of Bones, Thugs, and Harmony. What women producers have inspired you? I'm definitely inspired by Missy Elliott just because oh, yeah. she just is, you know, wild and yes. crazy. Um, I feel like a lot of recording artists now, too, that are uh, females are also producing their own music, too. So basically anybody that's out right now as well. Um, 
Tirawak is awesome. Uh, I love the creed of, of uh, Sweetie's team. Um, Lauren Hill, Mariah yes. Carey. Mm-hmm. You know, Mariah Carey taught me that you should, you know, write your own songs. Yeah. Uh, she's very um, adamant about that. Um, rockers, Diane Warren, like classic people. Um, the list goes on. Going and on. Yeah. yeah. Quite a few Shaka. people. Yeah. Oh, There's so yeah. many. So many women. Yeah. So many. So now, where do you draw your inspiration from for writing a song? Man, anywhere, anywhere. Like some somebody, uh, maybe somebody's clothing sense, maybe their fashion, um, what they say, uh, how they interact with people, just everyday environment. Um, even like just listening, like if I'm uh, here, you know, at the studio and I hear like, cars passing like anything can inspire it you know it's like just any like syncopate any rhythm um and rhythm you know can come from so many different places yeah anywhere yeah you know from the windshield wipers you know sometimes you're driving and the windshield wipers will sync up with the music that yeah, you listen to on the radio yeah. okay uh-huh and I'm, then I'm looking around right. the car like and nobody can hear this <laughs> right. this is my best moment as a music producer <laughs> nobody's noticing right. you know but yeah those yeah. are good moments yeah. <laughs> You know, I've had that experience a couple of times. So now, what do you enjoy most about songwriting and being in the music business? I love how on-demand it is and how much it changes. Um, that no day is the same type of day. I think that's the, like, rawest part about it and that you're always, like, up to a challenge, like, doing things that you may have never done before. Like, um, I remember there was one day in the studio... <laughs> Jay's remembers we had like a gospel person here like one hour mm-hmm. uh, a metal person the next hour <laughs> and you know just everything in between it's yeah. like just so ever-changing you you have to like stay open-minded like it almost forces you to because that's the only way that you're gonna survive yes. um, the different energies that come through so I love that and I love that um, there's some projects that have faster turnarounds than other mm-hmm. because sometimes it's really easy to overthink and you know when you're thinking too much you're listening less okay and I you know with music you want to listen more so (laughs) so if you have like a deadline a fast turnaround it's like a really cool way to challenge yourself and say hey can I can I really evoke this emotion can we really put all the pieces together and create an amazing work of art let's try maybe not maybe yes yeah but let's try yeah just you know, just go for it. Yeah, just go for it. <laughs> just go for it. So now, how did it feel to have your music placed on episodes of Empire and Claws? I loved Claws. I watched it, but I loved Claws. Yeah, it's kind of addictive. Uh, and it's really cool to see the director's take of uh, a song placement. Mm-hmm. You know, like in my head, it could be one way and the artist's head, it could be another way. And then you're like, oh, wow, that, that did look really good in a strip club. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, you never know. So it's just cool to see somebody else's like vision of your own uh, vision, like their interpretation of it. Yeah. So now, who are some of the artists that you've worked with and that you're currently working with? Because, you know, you've you've worked with a host of people and you just have quite a few folks on your roster. Yeah, I love collaborating and working with people like I've been blessed to work a lot with uh, people locally mm-hmm. in Cleveland. Um, there's a recording artist, Rick Sart, that we've done a lot of projects together. His work was featured on All American. Um, so wow. is. Slaz is recently too, and uh, 
So there's another really amazing, very soft-spoken artist that has um, energy that's coming from like an alternative rock, like extension, juice world type of vibe. Mm -hmm. And um, I love working with her. Her name is Gabby. We're going to be releasing something next week. So ASAP. And uh, not just in the city, I work through people all throughout the U.S. Um, I just worked with a couple producers that uh, put the music behind, like the Cleveland Cavaliers and other NBA shows. Okay. And, yeah, that's Lorenzo Johnson out in D.C. and Impacts in Houston. We just dropped a song called Sugar Rush. Um, that's getting some really good traction. It's like a funky type of energy, okay. uh, 70s vibe. And then I've been doing some like um, house club, Big Frida, Sweetie, like City Girls. I love yeah, Big oh Frida. Oh man, that is. <laughs> I do. I love that's Big the second Frida. side of myself. That's the side that's going to come out in the after show of this interview. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, and I've been working on that with a producer in Amsterdam. So you know, okay. it's it's worldwide. Um, a lot with ABC, the CW recently, um, Bravo. Some things that are coming up this year. So. Yeah. Exciting that's, stuff. That's wonderful. I'm excited for yeah. you. Yeah. So now tell us about your SoundCloud, TikTok, Spotify, and also, too, I came across your um, The Essential Producers Bag, um, uh, From the Bag to the Beat, <laughs> yeah. a Look Inside Brit's Studio Bag. And by the way, you have 338 followers on SoundCloud, oh, one of which is nice, me. Nice, <laughs> nice. So let's talk about that. Yeah, I um, I just use those platforms to kind of put out uh, collaborations, you know, that wrapped. Mm-hmm. Like, there's... There's not a real big rhyme or reason to it. It's just like, you know, if we're we're done with it, I feel like I should put it out. Um, so, yeah, I I love just highlighting the, th- the work that I've done with other people on those platforms. Well, okay, so now, speaking of work that you've done with other people, you definitely are a vocalist yourself. So I would like to just take this time right now to um, perhaps uh, to listen to a couple uh, of your songs you know, that you've been featured in. Do you think we can do yeah, that? Yeah, I'd love to listen to some music right now. <laughs> okay, so okay, so we, we pulled up, we chose, uh, well, you, you, you tell me which one okay, we're going to Okay, so gonna how right about uh, we go ahead with CLE? We talking about Cleveland, Cleveland where you at? We talking about Cleveland, the city that's got your back. I like that, I was rocking I was rocking. I really like that song a lot. So do we? Uh, we've got a couple more we want to play real quick. Yeah, whatever's next. I'm... Okay. Okay. What was what was the song that I said that I liked? Uh, I wrote it down. Oh, actually, I wrote it down. Um, Never give up, and um, and the most your most recent one that you posted. Um, show you what I got. Don't tell me. Cause I'll prove it to you I'm gonna show you what I got I'ma show what I can do So get ready now Cause I'ma show you how Show you what I can do Nobody do it like I do Show you what I got I'ma show you what I got Oh yeah, I can hear that behind the commercial too Yeah, that's... 
definitely. That was our intention when writing that one, actually. It was for yeah, yeah commercial placement. So that's yeah. that's a little bit of an underground record. Not too many people are supposed to know about that one, but that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's okay. We got a little inside. That's <laughs> no, all good. I love right. it. It's good energy. <laughs> It is, it is. And we want to do a one more never, never give up. Never give up, never give up, never give up, no. Stand up, raise up, let the crowd know there's only one way, one way, one way to win. Let's go, oh, oh, we unstoppable. Can't defeat a winner, you can only count me in. You can't beat a winner, victory until the end. When I say I'm champion, I really mean it. I won the war, check the board. I know you've seen it. I'm first, so I'm better. I'm next up, you lesser. All right, my head has got a hit, a heavy, a hard head bob, okay? That's a hard head bob. Okay, I like that. Oh my God, I love you so much. <laughs> it's a hard head bob, baby. Everybody's head bobbing the same way on that one. Okay, now. <laughs> So what advice do you have for youth and young adults and and young young children who are interested in a career in mu- in the music industry, songwriting or audio engineering? I would say keep the passion, keep the passion alive. Every time you create a piece of art, make sure your passion is in check and you're doing it, you know, for the reasons that you want to do it and keep yeah. doing it. Uh, perseverance goes a long way. Yes, it does. And the moments usually when you feel like you should give up are the moments when you're about to break or you go, go through the next level of your own evolution. So just keep going and you just love what you do. Like it's way easier said than done. You're right. going to have a bad day doing what you love too. But keep going because you're going to have those amazing days that are going to be 10 times better than if you were doing something that you didn't love. That's right. That is so true. I used to tell my students, do what you love. The money will find you. (laughs) You know, do what you love. Now, you have a signature saying, and it's leave your legacy on the right note. Explain the importance of that phrase with regards to licensing and publishing. Yeah, sure. So like I was saying before, it's an additional way for you to just kind of lock your culture and key. I kind of feel, you know, Um, Mm -hmm. To me, a vocal recording is like getting a tattoo. It's like a impression that you're going to be leaving on people. And it could last longer than your life, uh, yes. especially the way that the uh, payment system to songwriters are set up. It's more mm-hmm. so set up for the legacy that you're leaving behind. Uh, they'll likely see you know, more of it and splurge more of it than the person that's actually creating it. So... If you're in a position where you're looking for a way to feed your family or if you're you're making just good music and you want to make sure that the it's a consistent thing for you, not just like a one hit wonder, you know, you want right. to keep doing it, then mm-hmm. leaving your legacy on the right note and like making music that you are confident that, you know, you're basically not getting screwed over um, when you're making uh your your deals or going further with that piece of music um, is really important a piece of knowledge that I think everybody should know and yes. use to their advantage and yeah just make make beautiful art and make it with your kids and make it with your loved ones and just make it more of a community <laughs> yeah. type of thing because we can all get a piece of it together right now what are your future plans for the Brit Fox recording studio 
definitely growth. I want to hire more audio engineers, uh, more people that are interested in doing this long term and uh, willing to grow with us too. Uh, there's a community park that I want to invest some time and resources into building up as well and just having a center where people younger people like my nine-year-old self could go and <laughs> and write songs and just be yeah. comfortable and create something or produce something and just have that outlet and that avenue to do it um at uh either a free price point or a very affordable price point so they can do it consistently too not yeah. just like a one-off experience something that they can invest their energy into and have fun doing it. That's fun. That sounds fantastic. Now, how can people contact you for music production services? Just email me. Come to the studio. <laughs> Ask about me. Okay. I'm I'm not far from here at, ever at all. <laughs> and what is your email address? My email address is b r i t my first name b r i t at brittfoxstudios.com. And I definitely want to encourage our listeners to listeners to Google her and go to her site and and read everything. She's very thorough. She's very helpful. She has a lot of great information. Because I mean, I didn't know anything about the music industry and 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 in doing my research for this interview with you, Britt. I've I've learned a lot. I've really learned a lot. Hey, I, you know, like I, I said, I'm hiring. So. <laughs> I don't write songs, but uh, I may start. Because <laughs> okay. I've definitely learned a lot in preparing for this interview. So thank you so much. You. I, I just want to I want to thank my guest, Miss Britt Fox, for visiting with us today. I've enjoyed our conversation immensely. Like I said, I was so excited to sit down and speak thank with you. Thank you so much for your time. Seriously. Yeah, well, thank you. I, I, I appreciate you. I would like to leave our audience with a quote from my guest today. I know that I am put on this earth to make music and to collaborate with others so their families can eat. Leave your legacy on the right note. I would like to thank our audience for stopping by today. We appreciate your support. Please join us again as we continue our conversation with Cleveland residents who are making positive contributions to their neighborhoods in our city. Visit Neighborhood Connections website to see all of our community engagement activities and opportunities. If you have a great idea and you want to do something positive for your community, contact Neighbor Connections at 216-361-0042 or send us an email at www.neighborhoodgrants.org and like us on Facebook. Get informed, get involved, get connected. I'm Carol Malone, your host. Thank you for joining me today on Neighbor Up Spotlight. Neighbor Up Spotlight is sponsored by Neighborhood Connection and the City of Cleveland Cable Television Minority Arts and Education Fund in association with Bad Record Recording Studios. Executive producer, creator, writer, host, Carol Malone, co-producer, Lila Mills, engineer, James Cannanon, photography, social media, Vince Robinson. We're just a homemade, handmade podcast from scratch. Please share our positive stories with your neighbors, friends, and on your social media. Thank you for listening. Neighbor Up.